This is a Triple J podcast. G'day, welcome to The Shake Up. I'm Dave Marchese, pushing you into the weekend. We're going to talk about the headlines that got you talking this week on this podcast. That's how we do it. We like to lighten the mood a little bit, talk about the things that maybe were a bit more quirky, less serious. Here's a bit of a taste of what's coming up. Hack. Doja Cat is back again to say, leave me the f*** alone. And it seems like her fans are listening. Elon Musk is out with the old and in with the new. The tech billionaire announced a massive rebranding of Twitter. A missing phone has gone viral. If somebody finds my notes app, like I'm just so f- On Triple Jack. Oh, we've got a lot to get into. Later, we are going to be talking about a viral phone wallpaper story. I'll explain it later. There's a bit of explanation needed. You might have read about it already this week. But basically, I do want to know, what's the funniest thing you've seen as someone's phone wallpaper, the backdrop picture on their lock screen? If you've got a crazy one, let me know. Message in 0439757555. But hey, I've got to introduce the Shake Up crew. Without further ado... First, the most glamorous person I know, et cetera, et cetera. How are you? I'm really good. How are you, TJF? <laughs> What's going on for the weekend? Drag races out. Are you going to be doing a bit of binging? Uh, I'm actually watching it right now. It's like those split-screen TikToks where people watch a movie or play Subway Surfers. So if my attention span's a bit limited, uh, that's fine. Just ignore it. Yeah, I'm like, etc. A bit of screen time happening right now. Yeah, sachet chante, as they say. Uh, but I can't say it because that's copyrighted. Oh, always controversial. Always controversial. And just... Journalist, writer from Pedestrian, Izzy Phillips. Welcome back to the Shake Up. Hey, yo. What are you doing? Splendor Recovery, you were there. How are you feeling at this oh time of the week? Oh, my God. I have been crawling to Friday. <laughs> I have been crawling. I have no nail beds left. I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding fingers at this point. Oh, that's dramatic. It's funny to see the Splendor crew, like the people who were there. You can definitely tell who was at Splendor and who wasn't. I'm walking around the office. Actually, the office is pretty cleared out today, I must say. But producer Hannah, she's waiting for the weekend. Absolutely. Hey, we've got so much to get into. There's a lot of funny stuff, a lot of weird stuff. Let's dive right in. Hack. You can't make your living off of people being obsessed with you and then call them crazy and weird for being obsessed with you. On Triple Jack. Or maybe you can. I don't know. I think it's fair to say American rapper, songwriter Doja Cat has a bit of form when it comes to trolling her supporters. In the past, she's announced that she's quitting music, when she hasn't, she's been pretty blunt about saying her albums are cash grabs that people, you know, fall for all the time. Doja Cat tells people how she sees it, but the latest outburst at fans has really blown up and reportedly seen her lose more than 200,000 followers. What did she say? What's the controversy? Well, basically, she told her fans to get off their phone, get a job, and stop acting like her mum. Hack. Doja Cat is fed up. Doja Cat, who's in the news for saying that she doesn't love her fans because she doesn't even know them. The fan account responded saying, I want to hear you say, I do love you guys, as usually you say to your fans. And then responds with, I don't, though, because I don't even know y'all. She's been lashing out at fans, but she's kind of been doing this since the beginning. She, I believe, just wants to lower the pedestal that she's been put on. And what better way to do that than to to alienate the people who put you up there in the first place. I did see a lot of people asking for refunds for her tour. So I'm sure she'll start to care when she walks into an empty arena. On Triple J. Yeah, how do we feel about this one? Has Doja Cat gone way too far this time? Or do you kind of back this really blunt honesty from her? Do you think these super fans who would do anything for their favourite artists need to just chill out? 
If you are a diehard fan, I don't care who you're a fan of, Taylor Swift, Justin Bieber, Dave Marchese, what do you think of this? Call in 1300-0555-36. You can message in as well, 0439-757-555. I'm joking. There are no super fans out there, but there might be of these two people, the Shake-Up crew, we've got entertainer, etc., etc., journalist Izzy Phillips, etc. We love a bit of drama, don't we? What do you think of Doja's spray? Uh, I'm just more surprised that people are shocked that someone whose name is Doja Cat uh, is potentially seeking attention on the internet by saying controversial things. I mean, this is the same person who dressed up as a hairless cat to go to the Met Gala, uh, has kind of, you know, revolutionised some uh, music video stuff. She's always looking for attention. I think her new single is called Attention. So it doesn't really shock me that she said something that is going to cause conversation and what better way to cause conversation than to divide your fan base, you know? Who cares who doesn't? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of on brand, like you say, in the sense that there have been, you know, a bit of, it's been a bit of trolling in the past of fans and just been a bit blunt. Izzy, what are your thoughts? I'm kind of obsessed with this. I mean, because all this has happened because some of her fans were criticising her new supposed boyfriend, right? Yeah. And so she's like, get out of here. You don't get to, you know, control my life. And I also think it's like, they don't actually know her. You know, like a lot of the time it's like fans don't actually know these celebs and I think it's kind of like calling that into into question because Stan culture I find so turbo. Okay, I was going to ask, what do you think of that? Like, et cetera, do you have, you know, thoughts on this in terms of what they call parasocial relationships, really one-sided relationships where a person gives all their emotional energy, all of their attention, interest, time, but the other person doesn't even know they exist... I mean, that's all, that's what celebrity culture is all about. Do you find it creepy? I mean, as the most famous woman in the world myself, <laughs> I personally walk down the street every day and I can't, I can't hide from the gaze of my adoring fans. Of course, but you are mobbed has, coming in. I know, I know. Well, I'm so glad to meet you here today. I'll be doing an autograph after this. No, but honestly, it, it is a weird kind of line to cross. And it also, I think, comes down to the artist, how much they do want to engage. Because Doja Cat has always been really... I don't know, involved in replying to her fans on social media, on continuing the conversation. And if she didn't want all the attention or the commentary, maybe she should step back and be like Beyonce and post Instagram photos with no captions. You know what I mean? Like if she doesn't want to be part of this ongoing conversation with her fans, she has definitely made the choice to continue it for, I suppose, monetary gain. So, Do do you think this is a bad business decision that maybe she thought, oh, treat them mean, keep them keen kind of thing, but it's really backfired? Because, you know, losing potentially more than 200,000 followers seems like a big deal. I don't know, is he? Yeah, well, there's also a fan theory that this is her alter ego, Scarlett, so it's not even her. So perhaps it's like some (laughs) long game ploy that she's just playing with us and it's actually this genius plan. I mean, we're talking about her right now, right? So if this is all part of the plan, then I think that she's succeeding. Maybe it is a long game here. I don't know. Do you think celebrities do owe their fans a bit of devotion though, et cetera? I think they owe their fans what the fans signed up for. And if that's you're, you're a musician and your fans follow you because they love your music, I think musicians owe to keep producing beautiful music that their fans will connect to. And if they stop doing that, then I think the fans can disconnect. You know, that's why I love certain artists and creatives because what they make. And if they stop making that, I won't be interested in anymore. But to be honest, some of the time I'm like, I don't care what they think of their fans and what they think of me. If I like their stuff, then I kind of go from there. What do you think of, 
you know, have you ever been a super fan yourself, et cetera? Like, have you ever been really into someone? Do you, you know, associate with Swifties, Believers, you know, the kittens? What do you reckon? Yeah, you. <laughs> what, what do you call your fan? The, mar- the Marquises? Yeah, if someone has a yeah. name for that. Uh, we were talking earlier, Drive a uh, Host Pit Rasmussen. Um, what was the what was the name for? It was like the, oh, so if someone will remember the name we came up <laughs> for the super fans of Pit. But, um, yeah, look, uh, there's there's not too many fans of me going. Oh, the Pip Squeaks, that's what it was, the Pip Squeaks. I don't know, Izzy, have you ever really been into someone? No, I haven't. Like that? I've never been. Stan culture actually freaks me out. Okay. The fact that, that somebody can, like, base their entire identity around somebody else that they don't know actually just makes me feel so utterly uncomfortable because mm. they'll go to any lengths, you know, they'll do anything. And that's what I think is so terrifying about stand culture. The thing that I kind of back with this is that Doja's basically ripping down this celebrity status in a way and saying, you know, I don't know you, you don't know me, you can still like what I do without us having this fake relationship that, you know, think you think serves you. Mm, there, there must be some of that that kind of we have to admire a bit in terms of because we're always talking about the problems with celebrity culture, right? What do you think, et cetera? I, I honestly think it's just a symptom of the same machine. I think that if she is genuinely feeling backed into a corner by these fans and this response is a genuine way of, you know, dealing with that pressure, then maybe that is a problem we have to address, that celebrities feel like they're backed into a wall with social media and we have to have some more, I don't know, empathy as a culture, how we treat people online. I know the Drag Race fans have just gone online and just said the most off-the-wall insane stuff about me all the time and I just have to sit there and go, oh, well... I can't really say anything because I don't want to alienate 14-year-olds at home that are just watching a show and tweeting online. It doesn't yeah. really make a difference to me. But when it's, you know, 25 million people on Instagram all saying that, I imagine that would affect your mental health a lot. And people aren't meant to hear that many people's opinions of themselves at once. Yeah, for sure. We've got messages coming through on this. Someone says, good on her for being so honest and not effing around. Harden up, you soft super fans. That was from Matt. Oh, rough there. Someone else, the alternative is to pretend you love your fans. No one can love someone they haven't met. If they claim to, they're lying. That was from Nick. Someone else, maybe like Sinead O'Connor, Doja Cat values her personal integrity more than fame and popularity. There's a lot of opinions there. Everyone's sort of got like a different thought on this. I don't know. Do you think that it could end up doing irreversible damage if stars come out and like, you know, get around this kind of idea of you don't have to be pandering to your fan base, Izzy? Yeah, I think that the thing is, right, it, Because we're so used to them being the opposite. Yeah, I think it draws back the curtains on kind of the mechanics of celebrity culture in what, you know, if if a friend said to you, hey, I don't really like your new partner, you would have a conversation with them about it and potentially not be friends with that person anymore. But when it's like this collective fan base and you want to push back against it, I think that it, it does open the door for more celebrities to be like, well, I'm going to live my life. If you don't like it, then you can live with it. 
Well, I'll be interested to see how this all plays out in the weeks ahead. I mean, because there is a tour coming up. There's uh, an album that's upcoming, I think, that Doja's got. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know if the if the loss of followers and stuff is actually going to last or in the long run, because we've seen, you know, whether it's YouTubers or big celebrities lose a heap of followers before, and then in the end they end up making double, triple back. So could be part. Of, a, of an interesting tactic, as you said, Izzy. I have a feeling she's going to be okay. <laughs> I have a really weird feeling that Doja Cat is going to be fine. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to gamble and I'm going to say right now, <laughs> any of my fans listening, I don't love you either. And if that if that boosts my career in the long run, I'm willing to put a dollar on it. Et <laughs> All three of my fans are sitting at home right now being like, whatever, move on, no, you got unfollow. A, you've got a heap of fans. They're hitting the text line now. Someone else on the text line says, celebrities don't owe their fans anything but also treating their fans badly isn't a wise business decision in my opinion but I can understand the resentment of fans imagine having millions of stalkers celebs are still human someone says and then a few other people are hitting the text line with names for the Dave Marchese fans Dave Marchese's oh. is a is a popular one which um hey if you guys are happy to be known as that I'm happy to be your leader. Hi. The phone was found at Perisher Ski Resort and the goals on the list included get jacked, get better at fighting and have three girls on the roster. On triple jack. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, thanks to whoever found my phone. I'm a little embarrassed, you know. They were my goals for the year and I'm happy to say I have got jacked. I'm 87 kilos. I'm better at fighting and I do have three girls on the roster. I'm kidding. They are not my goals, as you can imagine. They were somebody's though. They had screenshotted them, saved them as the wallpaper on their phone to keep them motivated, which is all well and good, until this guy lost his phone at Perisher. Someone found it, turned this into a viral moment this week. I mean, the list was so funny. Things like don't get a haircut for three months, just things to keep you going, keep motivating you every day. Made me think though, what's the funniest thing you've seen as a screensaver, a wallpaper, lock screen pick on a phone? And let's broaden it out. What's the weirdest thing you've kept in your notes app? What kind of stuff is it? I have this theory that notes is the strangest app of all and people are hiding some weird shit in there. Are you writing lists, the plot for a book you're working on, maybe names of people you don't want to forget? Tell me. 1300 O Triple Five Three Six. You can call in, have a chat with us, or you can message in too. O Four Three Nine Seven Five Seven Triple Five. Let's ask the Shake Up Crew, performer, CEO of Glamour, etc., etc., and journalist, writer Izzy Phillips. Izzy, what did you make of this list found on the phone at Parishar? Oh, my God. I'm so obsessed with it. It's literally like a vision. It's like the most cursed vision board <laughs> as as a notes app. Um, and you can just tell he's just striving so hard to get there. But um, I don't know. Just, you know, with the list of stuff there, there's something just deep inside me that tells me he's just not going to get there. He's just not going to get oh, three girls on the roster. Oh, maybe. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty hard one. I don't know. Someone making the connection between the 
be good at fighting and having three girls on the roster, saying you better be good at fighting if you're having three <laughs> girls on the roster. Um, yeah, I don't know. A lot of people are roasting this particular guy, but maybe we should be praising his commitment. Well, you know that there was chatter that they actually <laughs> found the guy whose phone it was? Yeah, I did hear this. Yeah, so apparently his name is Marco. Oh, they have a name. Apparently, oh, right. and um, lives in Sydney's inner west. So I think that if, <laughs> if you, no, this is for real. So if you were seeing someone in Marco in Sydney's inner west, be careful. You will be one of three. Or if, You will be one of three. Or if you're Marco, call up, talk us through your list. Honestly, 0439757555, etc. What did you make of this? I thought it was hilarious because it's the complete antithesis to anything I want in life. <laughs> it's like it's like my anti-vision anti board. Yeah. yeah, these are all the things I try to avoid. So, Marco, we're like yin and yang. It's oh, great. Oh, yeah, maybe it'd be a nice combination. Well, what's the backdrop on your phone? What have you got? It's, um, uh, it's a face-apt photo of me in drag in a pink velour tracksuit drinking a mimosa in the middle of a club. Um, I kind of look like the cool <laughs> mum from Mean Girls. Uh, and that's it. Yeah. So, weirdly, that doesn't surprise me at all. So specific. But if I think about it, makes complete sense, right? Mm. On the text line, Mark in Perth says, people who have just themselves as their wallpaper is cringe. That's what Mark says. Ouch, Mark. <laughs> someone else says, I know someone with a heavily face-tuned selfie as her wallpaper and lock screen, never messing with her. Are they coming for you, etc.? I have a lot of friends. They, uh, this guy said three guys on the roster. I have thousands of friends on my roster. Oh, I so bet I you love do. you all. I bet you do. I don't know. Is he? Have you got some random stuff on your? Like, what do you have a picture on your wallpaper? My or? wallpaper is simple. It's just sort of a photo of my grandmother's garden. It's really, it's really tame. It makes me feel really calm. But I feel like one of the most common things is people that have couple pics as their lock screen, and it actually gives me the biggest ick. I feel like I'm going to throw up in my <laughs> mouth when I see it. I actually think it's so yuck. I hate it. Okay, so they're the ones that you don't like. What about the notes section? Because we are broadening this out a bit. Do you use notes a lot, is it? Okay. So you know when you <laughs> yeah, you know you know when you um show someone a photo on your phone and you're like, ah, don't scroll too much, don't scroll too much. Oh. It's like that it's worse for notes. <laughs> it is actually that's what my I personal hell. Like, I'd rather people go, yeah. go through the camera roll than go yes, through the notes section. Literally, there's for some, sure. There's some dark stuff in there. Okay, can you give us a bit of a preview? Um, well, I was <laughs> thinking about Without this. Without being was, too dark. Yeah, I was going through. So uh, last year I went through this period of like aggressively dating and I have a notes list of like every date I went on three top points and then a rating out of 10. Oh, interesting, etc. Can you beat that? Um, I've got a friend who lies a lot and we all, all of our friends <laughs> know that they lie a lot. So every lie oh, they tell, it. we add to this communal notes list. It's like a, a shared note. It's a shared note. And one note. day we're going to print it out on a massive big like booklet and hand it to them as like a Christmas present or it's something. It's interesting, isn't it? Because that's a fine line between hilarious and bullying. I don't really know what it is, but it's funny. It's definitely bullying. So <laughs> no need for a fine line. Oh, on the text line, someone says, my notes app has a lot of unsent messages, stuff I've wanted to say to people but never had the guts to send. Most recently, a letter to my partner's new miss 
mistress. Oh, wow. Okay, that's interesting. Someone else says the names of everyone I've slept with right beside my business goals. Okay, that's keeping it, you know, a bit of business, a bit of pleasure. Someone else, I left my phone on a bus once after calling the lost and found place. They asked, is it the phone with the giant middle finger wallpaper? Yep, it was. (laughs) And someone else says, I told my partner what's in my notes app and he told me to delete them straight away. So yeah, there's some dodgy stuff in there. I was having a look at mine before because it's very, it's mixed. Like I have interviews half prepped in there if I'm interviewing like a politician or whatever combined with, I have this thing whenever I have a dream, if I wake up in the middle of the night, I've just had a dream, I'll get up and just write a few words from the dream. Don't know why. Never remember the dream when I read the list later, but I, you know, I do that for some weird reason. Also, I found this note in there this afternoon that said it was like, there was a big heading in caps that said good words and then underneath it said bread. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I feel like I, you know, on the weekend Like having the best time of my life And I'm like, that is a genius (laughs) idea This idea is going to make me millions And then you look back and just like a mismatch of words You're like, rats? I'm like, what what does that mean? It means nothing to me now I I have one that just says my 2022 predictions And then the list is entirely blank (laughs) Um, And I made it at 4am one day, so... You know, nothing happening that year. It's funny. I'm like reading everyone on the text line and, you know, there's some crazy stuff. Someone says, I cringe when someone sees me reading my notes. Another person says, every now and then when my partner has left her phone open, I'll grab it and take a special pick and set it as her wallpaper. That was from Grant. Okay, just mixing things up there. Um, someone else says, my boyfriend has our Woolies Everyday Rewards card <laughs> as his lock screen background. <laughs> Major beige flag. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, that's um, that's an interesting one. It's very, I don't know, practical, but not the most exciting thing to be seeing when you open your phone all the time. You know what I find interesting about notes is that I saw this, I don't know whether it was on TikTok or a reel or something, about how none of us actually know how to use notes properly and it has all these special features that no one ever uses like you can organize things into smart folders you can actually lock secret notes and have like you know passwords and stuff so people can't see some notes obviously scan documents have proper checklists I don't know have you ever explored any of these special features etc no, I sometimes just draw circles in different colours when I'm bored. Um, and one time I just listed the colours of the rainbow. Um, so, yeah, I'm using it well. Yeah, interesting. Izzy? Do Some, you- sometimes I accidentally put a table in and I'm like, I don't want this. <laughs> I don't want this. I don't know how to get rid of it. The new t- note. Don't yeah. delete it. Just a new note. Yeah, Start exactly. again. And does any, yeah, no one ever deletes the notes, right? But that's, that is the thing about notes. It is a deep recess of someone's brain. It's a safe space. It's where you type, you know, that message to an ex. It's where, you know, you you know, you know, write your grocery list. Like, it is so personal and goes back so far. You know, if somebody got access to my notes, I think that was like the most exposed I would ever feel. That's so funny. Someone says, you know, in my opinion, the only acceptable lock screen is your family or pets. I've got my puppy and he's adorable. Okay. Also, what about people who have the generic kind of backdrop? I feel a bit weird when I see that. I'm like, no, get rid of it. Come on, come on, be creative in your life. Someone else says, in my notes, I have a best man speech that was written by AI. (laughs) (laughs) Good, good. You never know when that'll come in handy. Someone else says, my notes app just has drink orders and messages to friends of when we were in a loud club bar. Weirdly, only thing I use it for. 
I don't know. There's a, there's a lot in there. And like you say, a bit of a time capsule. When you go for a bit of a scroll, if you do have, look, this is what I'll say to you. If you've got some free time this weekend, bust out notes and go for a little bit of a scroll. See what you were, what you were scribbling in there in 2018, 2019. You'll be surprised. There's some interesting stuff. Hey, I wish we could dwell, but we've got to move on. Hack. Twitter will officially rebrand as X. Now the company is saying bye-bye to the bird and the name Twitter. On Triple Jack. Yeah, it's no longer Twitter, it's X. Elon's made the big move, the little blue bird's gone, replaced with a more generic-looking letter. Rebrands happen all the time, right? We know this. But why bother? Like, is there any real point? Do we love or hate a reinvention? Hi. Twitter owner Elon Musk says he plans to change the social media platform's well-known Bluebird logo. Said it was going to be replaced with a logo depicting the letter X. There's no cute animal. It's a different colour scheme. Every move he makes with Twitter just has me baffled to how stupid he is. Lawmakers on the Hill today held a hearing on unidentified aerial phenomena, also known as UAPs or used to be known as UFOs. They call them UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomenon, instead of UFO, because I guess if you make a new term, it doesn't sound like a conspiracy theory anymore on triple jack <laughs> i guess so we'll get into the ufo stuff in a minute but yeah has anyone started calling twitter x already it's going to be a hard adjustment do you think we're going to get used to it have you ever tried to rebrand yourself and did it fail miserably come on tell us about it you tried you changed the hair maybe you tweaked your name a little bit change the look message in 0439 Let's ask the Shake Up crew. We've got et cetera, et cetera, and Izzy Phillips. Et cetera, what do we think of a rebrand? I think it's great. I think it just depends how far you're going to go. Mm. And I think uh, your best, I suppose, barometer for that is people that are like acquaintances to you because your friends usually notice right away, but someone <laughs> yeah. you see like once a week, if they say, oh, new haircut, <laughs> that's usually a sign that it's a bit too noticeable. Okay. You want to keep things, I reckon you want to keep things like in the middle, a full rebrand, if you're going to do it, requires full effort. I mean, like, I want to see complete physical transformation head to toe, like unrecognisable or, I don't know, buy a new pair of earrings. Someone gets their hair done and you're like, not good enough, actually, not impressed. <laughs> yeah, but also a rebrand. I feel like these days everyone is, like, obsessed with a personal brand mm, and, are. like, Maybe five, ten years ago, people would just be like, oh, I bought some new clothes or like I've started working out. And now people are like, rebrand, new me, new identity, new yeah. era. Oh, I hate the era conversation. How people say, this is my <laughs> fitness era. No, you got a gym membership. Um, it's okay not to have everything as a personally branded moment for you. It's just like you're doing something. That's oh, good. We could get into the era talk <laughs> so much because I have. Big opinions on it as well. Uh, Producer Hannah is glaring at me. She loves to use the era terminology. I hate it. Izzy, what do you reckon? Well, what do you think of the Twitter rebrand for starters? I mean, this is, I know that Twitter is not a really popular app in Australia in terms of other social media apps. So maybe a lot of people don't use it, but like it comes up in news coverage, in general discussion. And now it's not Twitter, it's X. Leave it alone. It's fine. Like, it was so fine. We're all just happy on there. It's like, you change the logo, you change the name. I'm sorry. I'm still going to call it Twitter. Everyone's still going to call it Twitter. <laughs> Sounds a bit rude too, you know? Yeah, it, it's, it does actually. But it's like, it's literally fine. Let us just live on there. Elon just keeps coming on, like, tinkering around at the edges. It's like, well, we're just going to keep doing our own little thing on the app, but keep playing. Like, 
I don't know. Leave us alone. Leave Twitter alone. Okay. Mitts off Twitter, Elon. Interesting. Well, I mean, even he tweaked the the logo as well. It kind of looked one way and then he made an adjustment, which is also what they did. Uh, we were talking about UFOs this week and the, all the news out of the US in terms of a big hearing into UFOs and evidence around them. But they're not known as UFOs now. They're known as UAPs, Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena. It was aerial phenomena, but they were like, oh, no, that restricts it just to the sky. We want to make it, you know, things that are, you know, submersed as well. Uh, what, what do we think? Are you ever going to call it uh, UAP, etc.? Uh, to be honest... Do you talk about UFOs much? I, I love aliens. No, I really do. <laughs> but I like to call them ETs, you know? Okay. I like to, I like to keep it cute. You know, I like to think of, it's a little fun hole. You know, I want to keep it in that ballpark. I don't want to like... I don't want to like... Um, Make it seem too clinical. Like aliens are my friends. They're not. They're not some kind of scary creature. Oh, I love. I love that you're not freaked out by this. Any no. of the evidence that came out this week or whatever, you're like, no, that's absolutely fine. They're they're friendly. That's a that's a positive mindset to be heading into this with, etc. What do you think, Izzy? Well, I I think I'm just going to call them UFOs forever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not. There's. That's not even debatable for you. Well, I'm just not because what. It's going to be changed in another few years. There's going to be another hearing. It's going to be constantly changing. I'm like, they're doing their thing, you know. They're, <laughs> they're spooky, they're slimy, they're green. Well, I guess the, the idea of changing it was that UAP, they were like, no, UFO is linked with conspiracy, paranoid thinking. UAP makes it sound like something important. It's a threat to national security. That's why we've changed it, right? So I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it'll work. We've got some messages coming through. Someone says, my rebrand was a success. I dramatically chopped off my long hair, started wearing more masculine clothes and came out as a non-binary lesbian. Great. Excellent. Someone else decided to get bangs in year 11. It worked till I let my mum turn it into a fringe and she managed to chop it all the way to my sideburns. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's, sometimes the rebrands do not work. I remember when they rebranded coronavirus to COVID-19. I was working that morning when the news came out from the World Health Organization. And I remember having this exact discussion on the breakfast show at Triple J being like, yeah, will anyone get behind this name? It sounds very clinical and it's like COVID-19. Like, so, oh, I don't know whether we're going to start calling it. Now we don't even think about it, right? It's just something that, you know, is, is part of our common language. Hey, that is all we've got time for on The Shake Up for now. Another... Another hugely quick one, as always. It races by the time. Big thanks to our Shake Up crew for the week, etc., etc. Thank you so much. No, thank you for having me. I always love being here and I'm never leaving. You're never leaving. I'm in the walls. I'm in the walls. <laughs> you should never leave. You should stay here always. Same to you, Izzy Phillips from Pedestrian. Pleasure as always. Thank you. Good luck on the Long Splendor Recovery and everyone else on their Long Splendor Recoveries if you're having one. Big thanks again to the Shake Up team. I'll catch you next week. That's all we've got for Hack and the Shake Up for now. Have a great weekend. See ya. Hack on Triple J. Dee Salmon here, sliding into your podcast feed to let you know that the Hookup Podcast has all the sex and relationship content you need. Honestly, you need us in your life. Join us each week as we talk all things love and f***ing like this. Foreplay is also there so that you have great sex. Like, I don't know about anyone who's given themselves an orgasm in two minutes. Like, it's fine. It's the fast food of orgasms. That's the hookup. If you like hack, you'll love us. Get us wherever you get your pods.